Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope with host Terry Aranga. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Terry and her guest illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Terry Aranga. Hello, and welcome to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and this program, Autism One, a conversation of hope for Tuesday, September 2nd. I'm your host, Terry Aranga, here with my guest, Wendy Fournier, President of the National Autism Association. The National Autism Association is an advocacy organization that provides education, grants, and other resources toward responding to the most urgent needs of the autism community with real help and hope so that all affected can reach their full potential. Importantly, the National Autism Association is the leading and most experienced organization on autism-related wandering prevention and response. Each November, a relaxing and important educational event takes place on the beachfront Tradewinds Grand Island Resort in Tampa St. Pete, the National Autism Conference, which we will discuss today. So close your eyes, take a deep breath, and hear the information from Wendy Fournier. Welcome, Wendy. Hi, Terry. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Wendy, I've been to the National Autism Conference at the Trade Winds Grand Island Resort in Tampa, St. Pete, and especially as an autism parent, I would save up my money for this autumn winter season conference because of the luxuriously beautiful weather and setting. Wendy, I like how the National Autism Conference is unique and original in its relaxing theme in a tropical setting. Why did you develop it that way? Um, Because we're autism moms. (laughs) That's why we developed it that way. We realized that not only do we as parents need information to, you know, the most cutting edge uh, research and treatments that are available to help our kids but we also, you know, desperately need some downtime in our lives because things can be, you know, just so intense um, for a lot of us. And we don't often have an opportunity for a break. So when we started having our conference, which our first one was back in 2005, um, we wanted it to be not only, a, you know, an excellent learning experience for families, but also an opportunity for them to network with other families, other parents, and have, have the time where they can relax and sort of digest the information that they're getting solely, you know, without getting the whole brain freeze of, you know, being overwhelmed with information, dashing, you know, from one speaker to the next as we did and, you know, we still do at so many different events because we're so eager to learn. But what we did is we we made the schedule so that there are sort of forced breaks in there. There are long opportunities where you can go and grab something to drink and you can sit outside in the courtyard or you can sit on the beach. We are right on the Gulf of Mexico. You can go hang on the beach for a little bit, grab a cocktail at the tiki bar, um, you know, have lunch. We have food and beverages available at no charge throughout the day in our exhibit hall. Um, and, and there's just a lot of time worked into the schedule so 
not only are you learning from great, educated, um, incredible, leading-edge speakers, but you're also having that time where you feel like you're able to breathe. And when you go home from the conference, that what our goal was is that you're going to go home and you're not going to feel exhausted and overwhelmed, but you're going to feel rejuvenated and rested and that you have a plan and hope and you're ready to rock and roll and and start, you know, getting back to work with your loved ones. So your take-home message here, Wendy, is that you don't want parents to have brain freeze in the lectures. You want them to have brain freeze at the tiki bar. Oh, you know me so well, Terry. Yes, brain freeze at the tiki bar is a must. <laughs> I hear a new event coming up. They do have the most fabulous frozen concoctions with little umbrellas in them. Um, in fact, if you, I bet if you Google National Autism Conference, you'd probably see about 800 pictures of me with a fruity drink with an umbrella sticking out of it. <laughs> yes. And we are giving, going to give freeze at the Tiki Bar, yes. (laughs) Okay. So are you going to hashtag that, brain freeze at the Tiki Bar? Sure, why not? (laughs) Okay. So everybody can visit www.nationalautismconference.org. So, Wendy, you feel like the relaxing configuration and tone of the conference makes it easier for attendees to learn and to network. Yeah, we do. I, we, you know, we did that purposely because we did, we just really wanted parents to not feel rushed and we wanted them to feel like they were on a vacation. It's, yeah, it's a working vacation. It's a learning vacation, but you're still on a vacation. You're in a beautiful tropical environment. You're surrounded by, you know, gorgeous white sand, the Gulf of Mexico. You'll see dolphins swimming by. There's lots of fun things that you can do at the resort as if you were on vacation. You can bring your children. You can bring your children with autism. And that's another reason why we chose Tradewinds was because this this is just such an incredible group of people that own and operate Tradewinds Resort. They When they knew that we were coming for the first time, they actually sent... 150 of their employees to the local card center, the Center for Autism and Related Disorders. And they had all of their employees trained in autism, what to expect when you're, um, you know, you're working and, and you're encountering somebody who has autism or how you can best accommodate families who have a child with autism, what special needs and special considerations should you take care of when you have a family with an autistic child that checks in to a room at Tradewinds. So they're just over-the-top accommodating. I mean, they didn't have to go and send all their employees for training, but they did it because they wanted to. And they have um, they have this conk club, K-O-N-K. It's kids only, no kidding, where, um, you know, children go and they do fun activities on the resort site uh, so their parents can relax and enjoy uh, some cocktails or dinner or something like that. And they've actually incorporated this conk program for children with autism as well. So your kids with autism can go spend the day doing fun activities with staff that are prepared to, to work with them, to have fun with them. They're trained, they're trustworthy, and our kids are just 
so embraced and welcomed with loving open arms. We we just love this place for the entire family. Well, that that sounds wonderful, Wendy. Thank you for prioritizing that and selecting a place that would prioritize that. Speaking of brain freeze, right now it's back to school season with all of the hustle and bustle and meetings and IEPs. Can you think of a better time for a conference that's so relaxing for moms and dads than in November? I uh, know. I'm <laughs> no. I actually my daughter goes back to school tomorrow and I'll tell you the last few days have been really brutal. So I've been I've been sort of singing that um you know that Staples commercial. It's the most wonderful time of the year because isn't that like Christmas? We're finally, going back to school tomorrow. <laughs> is, start, is that what they you know, sing it about? Yeah, they sing it. And okay. I, you know, it's just getting back into a routine. You know, and it's hard when you first get the kids back into school, and everybody's getting into a new schedule, new staffing. You know, a lot of us are dealing with IEPs. Um, and once you get into the school schedule, things start settling down. And November really is a great time for us to be able to. Um, say, okay, we're in a groove. It's okay for our, for us to get away for a few days now and, and take a little breather. So, yeah, November works for us. And we chose that, you know, not only because it was a good time for families, but also because there are other, you know, wonderful conferences in the country. And we wanted to make sure that when we chose our timeline, we weren't going to be, you know, stepping on the toes of any other events that were happening. You know, parents have, uh, you know, great opportunities for learning experiences and through other conferences as well. So, you know, that came into our decision for having ours in November as well. Well, for autumn, winter, the National Autism Conference would be my choice, and especially for those of you in climate-challenged parts of the country, saying that politically correctly, weather-challenged parts of the country, you will just really enjoy going to the National Autism Conference. It is... So beautiful, lovely, relaxing environment. Um, Tell us, before we go to break here briefly, Wendy, tell us about your Thursday evening reception. There's a beautiful ice sculpture and scrumptious shrimp, et cetera. Yes, every year on the Thursday evening before the conference kicks into full swing on Friday morning, we have our meet and greet event, and that is open to all of our conference attendees. It's no charge. We just set up this amazing spread of, you know, very heavy hors d'oeuvres, tons of food, um, a big uh, or big bar with shrimp and oysters and all kinds of, you know, scallops and all kinds of great seafood, and then some, you know, cooked things, um, just a really nice wide selection of appetizers, heavy app that we do. But my favorite, favorite, favorite part where you will find me is at the chocolate fondue fountain. That's pretty much where I hang for all of Thursday nights. Okay. It's the most popular spot for sure. And it's great. You know, everybody has a good time. There's free beer and wine. We have um, steel drum musician that comes and plays, and we kind of get into that tropical feel and have, you know, have some snacks and and introduce ourselves to new people, new friends that we're going to be spending the weekend with, and old friends that we see every year. It's a really nice way to kick off the conference. So don't be stuck at home with apps. 
come down to Tampa St. Pete to the National Autism Conference and uh, get stuck into some appetizers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We're going to take a brief break here at the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. You can visit the National Autism Conference site during the break at www.nationalautismconference.org. And we also want to encourage you not to move from your radio and not to move from your state because you can get the wonderful option of CBD cannabidiol oil shipped right to your door. Hemp Meds. CBD-rich hemp oil is available in all 50 states. It's legal, available in all 50 states and over 40 countries. I'm going to give you the September 20% off hemp meds discount code exclusive to this radio program, and that discount code is A1RADIO9. That's A numeral 1, radio numeral 9. It will be updated each month, so if you're listening to this archive in a month other than September, please check a current show. We'll be right back with Wendy Fournier. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you struggling with loss in your life? Whether it's grief, personal healing, or serious life changes that you are dealing with, tune in to Voices for Healing with host Kathy Roberts. Everything that happens to us teaches us and gives us hope and possibility. Kathy and her guest experts will bring you the tools that you need to start the healing process. There are so many ways to transform loss. Where can we take you? Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you had your CBD today? CBD, or cannabidiol, is a natural part of hemp oil that's making headlines in 2014. Hemp Meds is the world's trusted source for CBD-rich hemp oil because they see total body care as a necessity, not a luxury. Hemp Meds offers premium CBD-rich hemp oils in a variety of ways, from natural hair and skin care to herbal supplements and lifestyle products. And CBD-rich hemp oil is available right now in all 50 states. Quality begins with non-GMO industrial hemp cultivars, grown on family farms using no pesticides, herbicides, or toxic fertilizers. Only with hemp meds are you guaranteed consistent, quality, natural CBD-rich hemp oil from Healthy Hemp. There are so many different ways to enjoy CBD-rich hemp oil from hemp meds. The only question we have for you is... Have you had your CBD today? Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio, because shift happens. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. 
If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We are back with Wendy Fournier, president of the National Autism Association, and we are talking about the beautiful, relaxing National Autism Conference at the lovely beachfront Tradewinds Grand Island Resort in Tampa, St. Pete. Doesn't it just make you feel good to listen to that? Um, So, Wendy, tell us about how people can register before we talk more about the lectures. Okay, sure. Um, We are taking registration now on our website at nationalautismconference.org. Um, so people can go and sign up right now. Okay. And the National Autism Association and the National Autism Conference have many years of experience in helping families. Many years. So we're about to talk about the lectures at the National Autism Conference and how they're relevant and helpful. So, Wendy, could you please first define for our listeners what you think autism is? Huh. <laughs> okay, that's a loaded question, Carrie. What I think autism is, um, is a combination of probably multiple underlying medical issues that um, are affecting neurological function. Um, I, you know, we don't really, there's no blood test for autism. There's no official, you know, medical diagnosis an autism diagnosis is made simply by observing the behaviors of an individual. Um, but what we're looking at and have been looking at for years and making a case for is that a lot of our kids are really sick and, you know, my daughter included. And that autism is, you know, a, a medically based disorder and that when you treat the underlying issues um, that, affect your child, many times, you know, the symptoms of, quote, autism get better and sometimes go away completely. So, you know, we believe that autism is a medical illness and, um, you know, especially the the more severely affected uh, individuals with autism. Uh, We think that there's definitely something going on and we're seeing patterns and, you know, we've been obviously down this road for a very long time and have talked and met with thousands and thousands of families, um, you know, who saw regression in their kids, who see illness every day in their kids. So many things that are, that are frequent with kids with autism, you know, first and foremost, you gotta, you gotta bring up the gastrointestinal issues that so many of our children have. Um, most of our kids, I, you know, I remember back in the day when my daughter was first diagnosed, um, and I started talking to other parents and it was, you know, across the board GI problems, whether it was chronic, you know, acidic diarrhea, or it was, um, horrible constipation. Some kids had both, but the common denominator was they had some serious digestive issues that were causing pain. And I think that, you know, a lot of the the, quote, behaviors, the more dangerous behaviors that we're seeing in our kids. I think a lot of those things can be in some way contributed to undiagnosed pain or uncommunicated pain. And this is something that I've seen in my own daughter where, you know, I know that she's in pain, 
but she is not able to tell me what hurts. She's not able to communicate to me that she's not feeling well and she doesn't, she doesn't want to get up and go to school, you know, or, or why. Um, you know, so addressing underlying issues um, is really something that we have to focus on. And I know that there's an upcoming workshop with the Interagency Autism Coordinating Committee um, at long last, and many thanks to Lynn Redwood, they're having a workshop uh, very soon on uh, co-occurring medical issues in autism because physicians need to stop saying, your child has autism, you know, go get on a waiting list for ABA. They need to say, your child has an autism diagnosis, but let's find out what else is going on. And then, you know, what are the questions they need to ask? Are they having gastrointestinal problems? Are they having seizures, whether they're evident or not? You know, do they have food sensitivities? Do certain foods trigger them, you know, trigger certain behaviors? Um, do they have um, indication of inflammation or autoimmune disease? A lot of our kids are sick all the time. A lot of our kids never, ever, ever get sick, which is, you know, another indicator that something's off with their immune system. So, you know, for me, autism is, um, you know, primarily a medical illness that affects neurological function. But I think, you know, just to clarify, I think there are a couple different kinds of autism. I think there are probably multiple kinds of autism. And I think with very high-functioning individuals with autism who are able to advocate for themselves and who are able to have successful relationships and hold down a job. I think that type of autism is very different from the type of autism that, for example, my daughter has. My daughter, you know, she is not able to communicate effectively. Um, She's still mostly nonverbal. She uses an iPad to communicate her needs. Um, You know, it's not likely that she, at this point, she's 14. You know, I'm still hopeful that something huge will happen for her. But at this point, if nothing were to change for her, she is, um, you know, she is someone who will need, um, you know, 24-7 care throughout her life, care and support throughout her life. Um, she is at extreme safety risk, you know, which is why NIA is so focused on safety issues because we see this not only with our own children, but with thousands of children across the country. Um, so the more severely affected individuals, um, I do believe that autism is a medical, medically based uh, illness that's going on. And we can make it better if we find the right treatments for our kids and we diagnose them correctly. Good answer, and that's why there's hope with the National Autism Association because it is the respectful and humane thing to do to address the pain and the real underlying issues that individuals with the diagnostic label of autism, so many individuals uh, with the diagnostic label of autism are facing. Uh, The what else there is, is the is. What is called comorbid is the is. You you mentioned gastrointestinal pathology, inflammation, seizures, immune, autoimmune issues. And um, when we look at those things and when we look at the individual as a whole uh, toward restoration and optimization of function, that really is what is most respectful and humane uh, 
for the individual. So thank you for that, Wendy. Um, now, let's make this relevant to the lectures that uh, you're having at the National Autism Conference. Uh, because after all, you wouldn't be having those lectures if you didn't believe they were relevant to the individuals whom you were trying to help. We'll um, address the physiological concerns that you referenced first. You have credential doctors presenting at the National Autism Conference who are addressing autism biology from early childhood and beyond. Can you please elaborate on, on those people and what they're talking about? Sure. Well, um, we'll start, you know, from very early childhood and, and when kids are first diagnosed, um, we first of all want to let parents know if they are, you know, new, newly diagnosed, if the child is newly diagnosed or if they are not familiar with um, the fact that there are, you know, it's common for comorbid physical um, conditions to, to be happening with kids with autism. We're going to start those parents off with a presentation from um, Scott Smith. Uh, and what he's going to talk about is sort of an introduction to a biomedical approach to treating autism. So Scott will talk about, um, you know, the, the more common things that we see in children with autism and things that are a good place to start. You know, like dietary intervention is can be absolutely life-changing for some kids, just some simple dietary intervention. You know, and, and you would call that alternative medicine. A lot of people call that alternative medicine and may even think that it's controversial. But, my God, we've seen firsthand how it can change, uh, uh, you know, behaviors and, and how a child feels. So he'll start with, you know, the very basics of looking at nutrition and um, looking at vitamin and mineral deficiencies, what type of testing you should do on your child to look for the more common um, issues and why treating kids with autism from a biomedical point of view can be extremely helpful for them. Um, in addition to whatever therapies that they need, they may need ABA, they may need, you know, occupational or speech therapy, you know, they may need multiple therapies. But, you know, for those therapies to be most effective, your child needs to be as healthy as possible. When my daughter Allie was diagnosed at two and a half, she immediately started a home-based ABA program, and we did two and a half years of ABA. We were doing about 35 hours a week, and it really was not helpful for her because Allie was too sick to learn at that point. It just wasn't, it wasn't sticking with her. She wasn't grasping because she couldn't focus. So Scott's going to talk about why you should look at biomedical uh, biomedical treatments for your kids, um, you know, under a doctor's guidance, and um, and how you can start a treatment plan for your child. So he's going to go, you know, Biomed 101. That's really what he's going to do. He's going to start from the beginning. Then we'll have um, Dr. David Berger, who is um, he's actually based in the Tampa area. He's um, a doctor for um, the maps physicians program and he's um, been with us at our conference several times and this year he's going to focus just on gastrointestinal pathology which um, is so important for so many of our kids so I'm very much looking forward to his presentation um, Dr. Dan Rosignol will be with us um, and Dan Dan Rosignol and Dr. Richard Fry 
are two of my very favorite people in the autism community because they are, you know, constantly looking for treatments for our kids, looking for ways to help our kids, but they're publishing. They've published multiple papers showing that treatment, you know, biomedical treatment for autism is not necessarily, you know, alternative medicine, and it shouldn't be looked at in a negative light. They're showing through scientific publications that these treatments can be helpful. So they're making them relevant and valid, and I love them for that. We have to take a brief break here, Wendy, and then we'll pick up with the doctors who are addressing uh, various parts of the physiology and lifespan. And during the break, listeners, please visit www.nationalautismconference.org as well as our kind sponsor for this radio program, Hemp Meds, www.hempmeds.com. The 20% off September Hemp Meds discount code is A1Radio9. We'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you had your CBD today? CBD, or cannabidiol, is a natural part of hemp oil that's making headlines in 2014. Hemp Meds is the world's trusted source for CBD-rich hemp oil because they see total body care as a necessity, not a luxury. Hemp Meds offers premium CBD-rich hemp oils in a variety of ways, from natural hair and skin care to herbal supplements and lifestyle products. And CBD-rich hemp oil is available right now in all 50 states. Quality begins with non-GMO industrial hemp cultivars, grown on family farms using no pesticides, herbicides, or toxic fertilizers. Only with Hemp Meds are you guaranteed consistent, quality, natural CBD-rich hemp oil from Healthy Hemp. There are so many different ways to enjoy CBD-rich hemp oil from Hemp Meds. The only question we have for you is, have you had your CBD today? Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We are back with Wendy Fournier, president of the National Autism Association. We are talking about the lovely National Autism Conference in beautiful Tampa, St. Pete at the relaxing Tradewinds Grand Island Resort in Tampa, St. Pete. Don't you just want to go there right now when you hear me talking about it? Yeah, I do. I do, I do. I breathe. And um, we have been talking about the fine speakers that will be at the National Autism Conference, the ones who are addressing uh, physiological issues that if you address, children will be able to also function better. And I must say, Wendy, um, 
that you were having burger and fry. <laughs> it never grows old. That's one of my favorite things to say. I had to do it. Burger and fry, yep. Okay, your turn. <laughs> yes, and I love them both. So, Dr. Fry, now I'm going to have to call him French fries or something like that. You, you scarred me for life, right? <laughs> so, so, you know, and I'm sure Dr. Fry will appreciate that when I see him. I'll buy him some fries at the Tiki Bar, make him happy. Um, so, Dr. Fry is coming because we desperately need to learn more about seizures and what what on earth is happening to our kids and, you know, why this is what I've been hearing um, for the last several years as, you know, this, this wave of kids that my daughter is included in, as this wave of kids gets older, I'm starting to hear from more and more parents that their children are starting to have seizures when they're getting close to puberty. And um, as they hit adolescence, they're seeing, you know, an increase in in seizure activity and frequency of seizures. And um, unfortunately, this has now begun with my daughter. I was really hoping that we were going to be spared, um, but no. Uh, so we're dealing with that as well. So I've asked Dr. Fry if he will come. Um, you know, he's an amazing neurologist, and um, I, I want him to focus on the hormonal aspect of uh, seizures in our kids. What What's the connection there between puberty and the start of seizures? And um, is there anything that we can do to, um, you know, to try to try to keep these seizures at bay with our kids? And, are, you know, is he seeing patterns with his, his patients? You know, I want to know a lot more about seizures because... I think, you know, as a parent, and I'm sure that you can relate to this as well, Terry, that, you know, watching your child have a seizure is the, probably the most scary thing in the world. And, um, you know, I just, uh, it just breaks my heart for every child that this is happening to and every parent that has to see this in their child. It breaks my heart. We need to find out why this is happening and how we can stop it. I'm really excited that you're having um, that particular topic, that particular specialization. Wendy, and another of your presenters who um, is interested in hormones, I believe, and who's um, addressing uh, folks with uh, tougher cookies uh, is Anju Usman. Yes. I, um, I asked Dr. Usman to come this year and do a presentation on what we, we kind of call tough nuts and old timers um, because... You know, there are a lot of us who, a lot of parents who have kids who are now, um, you know, teenagers and young adults and have been around uh, around the block for a while. You know, parents who have been um, on, on, on really the cutting edge of biomedical treatments have tried just about everything they can with their kids and they're still struggling. You know, like they haven't found the right combination of treatments for their kids or maybe the timing wasn't right. Maybe... They did something, you know, kind of in the wrong order, or maybe we need to go back and revisit things that didn't work for our, our child five years ago, but our, our child has grown and their body has changed, and maybe, you know, revisiting something will be helpful for them now. So I asked Dr. Usman if she would come and talk to parents like me, parents who have kind of been around the block, and there really hasn't been a lot 
in the way of new treatment developed um, in the last couple of years. You know, I remember back 10 years ago when um, I used to go to every single Dan conference and, um, you know, we were really at the beginning of biomedical treatment for our kids. And I remember every single time I went, I came home with some, you know, something really intriguing and something new that we could try, um, you know, to, to use for treatment to help my daughter. And there hasn't been a lot of new stuff happening. We're seeing now um, a lot of confirmation that many of the treatments that we've been doing over the years are helpful for, you know, some kids with autism. We, you know, we don't have the magic pill. I don't believe we ever will have a magic pill that's going to help all of our kids. But I do think if we put all the pieces together and we are, you know, taking a good look at the whole child and we're treating each aspect of, you know, where things are kind of veering off from a medical standpoint, I do think that our kids can get better. So I'm hoping Dr. Usman will talk to us about, um, you know, what is the right combination? What is the right timing? What maybe should we revisit for a tough nut kid who hasn't responded in the past? And what's new? What, what is new? What is coming up around the block that, um, that families are having some success with? So and I am looking forward to that. That's a, a vital topic to address. And so you've you've explained that from Scott Smith to Anja Usman, you're you are covering uh, children throughout many many years and stages um, of their journey and the family's journey, and you're also having someone who's covering um, some of the more recent um, the more recent advances in publication and science and understanding, and uh, that is who I call the Renaissance Man of Autism Medicine, Dr. James Jeffrey Bradstreet, and he'll be covering things like MRT, magnetic resonant therapy, cannabidiol, CBD, which addresses inflammation that you mentioned earlier, and GCMAF, which has the, the corollary of Goleic. Did you want to talk about those? Just, I, just that I can't wait for Dr. Bradstreet's presentation. I'm really looking forward to hearing about his study that he's doing right now on MRT. I um, have been sort of watching his GC math um, work that he's been doing over the last couple of years, so I'm looking forward to an update on that. Um, you know, his, his research on the endocannabinoid system is something that I think could be really relevant for our kids. And I, I asked Dr. Bradstreet to come because I have just been amazed by this man since I first met him, which was about 11 years ago. And he has always been sort of trailblazing. He stepped outside the box and he looked, he is not afraid to step outside the box and look at things and try things and research things. And I love that 11 years later, he's still doing that. Uh, I just have a great deal of respect for Dr. Bradstreet. I think that, um, you know, he just never stops pushing forward to try to find something that can help our kids that has not, you know, kids that have not been able to be helped in the past, kids who are just still really, really sick. And you met him 11 years ago? I met him 11 years ago. Were we in the same place at the same time? Didn't know it, Wendy? It was, well, you know, this. It's possible, but I doubt it because it was in this little teeny tiny town in New York, and we had this little teeny tiny conference, and we asked him to speak, and 
I was awestruck because I was a new autism mom. I didn't know any, you know, I, I didn't know anything. I'd heard his name, but I was absolutely awestruck by his presence. And I asked him very meekly, would, would you please be my daughter's doctor? <laughs> he just kind of, he just kind of giggled at me. Because, I think because he picked up that I was sort of awestruck by him, but I just, really wanted, uh, I, I was just like so happy to be in the same room with him with somebody who, you know, could actually offer me some guidance and help along the way when it came to treating, you know, my daughter. Absolutely. And those are the kind of people that parents are going to get to meet and uh, regain hope uh, at the National Autism Conference, which again is at the Tradewinds Grand Island Resort in Tampa St. Pete, and you can see a beautiful picture of it when you go to the National Autism Association's National Autism Conference website during the break, which is www.nationalautismconference.org. Also, please visit this radio program's kind sponsor, Hemp Meds, uh, that provides industrial grade CBD-rich hemp oil. It's legal. You don't have to move from your state. You can get CBD oil shipped right to your door. It's available in all 50 states and over 40 countries. The September 20% off hemp meds discount code exclusive to this radio program is A1Radio9. Their website is hempmeds.com. We'll be right back. listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Do you or someone you love struggle with Alzheimer's disease or some other disorder? Many times there is not an adequate support forum where you can learn from and discuss topics from top guest experts. Tune in to Neuromatters, The Brink of Alzheimer's with Dr. Sam Brinkman. Although thought of as a disease that affects only older individuals, increasingly symptoms are being found in people who are in their 40s and 50s. Get the answers. Neuromatters airs live Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you had your CBD today? CBD, or cannabidiol, is a natural part of hemp oil that's making headlines in 2014. HempMeds is the world's trusted source for CBD-rich hemp oil because they see total body care as a necessity, not a luxury. HempMeds offers premium CBD-rich hemp oils in a variety of ways, from natural hair and skin care to herbal supplements and lifestyle products. And CBD-rich hemp oil is available right now in all 50 states. Quality begins with non-GMO industrial hemp cultivars, grown on family farms using no pesticides, herbicides, or toxic fertilizers. Only with HempMeds are you guaranteed consistent, quality, natural CBD-rich hemp oil from Healthy Hemp. There are so many different ways to enjoy CBD-rich hemp oil from HempMeds. The only question we have for you is... Have you had your CBD today? Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. 
We are back with Wendy Fournier, president of the National Autism Association. We've been talking about the relaxing and beautiful and informative National Autism Conference in lovely Tampa, St. Pete at Trade Winds. You can visit www.nationalautismconference.org. And Wendy, your keynote was an encouragement and an inspiration to me when I first started on this journey, reading her book, Thinking in Pictures, and that's Dr. Temple Grandin. Yes, I'm so Oh, I I can't even tell you how excited I am to have Temple Grandin with us this year. She um she was actually supposed to come to our conference last year, and I royally messed up and had the wrong date for the conference. And she couldn't make it. I was brokenhearted, but um she will be with us this year, and I'm just thrilled that she's coming because she's just she's amazing to me. Um. I think that she just brings a whole different dynamic to um, what we typically, uh, you know, talk about at our conferences. Um, You know, we don't, what I love about Temple is that she's, you know, obviously speaking from first person point of view, um, she's just truly brilliant. And if you've ever had a conversation with her, it's, it's just so fun to listen to her talk because she is the epitome of Frank. She just says exactly what she's thinking. She does not have a filter. She's completely honest. And I love that about her. I just find her truly amazing. And what we're going to hear from Temple today, one of the conversations or, you know, uh, sorry, in November, not today. One of the conversations that I had with her on the phone was I was asking her about, um, you know, the fight or flight reflex and reflex in our kids, because I really believe that that is strongly connected to a lot of the wandering and elopement incidents that we're seeing in the community. And I wanted to ask her, you know, how she had dealt with that, if she had experience with that. And she told me that she always had this horrible feeling um, as long as she could remember and she didn't really have a name for it. And then she realized that it was fear and that every, every minute of the day she had this feeling of fear. Um, So it's like, you know, it makes sense that if our kids are experiencing that, that it's going to be really easy to trigger the fight or flight reflex and that they're just going to bolt away from something that is overwhelming them. And we talked a little bit about that. What I what I love about Temple is that she is, you know, this incredibly brilliant, extremely high-functioning adult with autism. Um, but at the same time, she completely understands the underlying medical issues that can go along with autism. And uh, and I, you know, I'm hoping that she's going to talk a little bit about her own experiences with that. I know that... Um, you know, she's talked about um, propanolol, which is a, a beta blocker, and how helpful that was for her. And that's something that, you know, my daughter takes, and I know a lot of other kids that take it, too, that really helps um, to sort of ease anxiety in our kids. Uh, so I'm looking forward to hearing her talk. And especially what I'm looking forward to from her is um, her experience when she was growing up and how important it is for us as parents, I think, you know, I have been guilty of this, and I know a lot of us have. A lot of us are guilty of underestimating our children, especially our nonverbal children, because we think, well, they may not be able to do that, or, um, you know, we don't quite 
see the potential that they have. And, you know, sometimes I have to remind myself of that. You know, I look at Allie and, you know, I'll see her in a, in a really bad moment and I'll think, wow, you know, oh, my God, what's going to happen to her? And then I kind of snap out of it and I remember what Temple said to me and what Temple's mother said to me about underestimating our kids and how they are so in there and they are so bright. And, you know, they do understand what we're saying. And the most important message that I got from Temple and from her mother as well was something that Temple called stretching her. She said, my mother never, um, she never said that I couldn't do something. She always pushed me. She stretched me. That was the word that she used. She continued to stretch me, even if it was something that I was uncomfortable attempting to do. She made me do it because she knew I could. She believed Uh in me. Mm -hmm. And that's just such an important message for so many of us to hear. And nothing pisses her off more than hearing that, you know, teenagers with autism are sitting in their rooms playing video games all day because uh-huh. as far as she's concerned, they need to be out getting a job and they need to be working hard and they can do it and you just have to push them. Love her. We should have uh, Temple Grandin and her mother advising a lot of the educational entities across the country. Uh, oh, touche. Yeah. Yes, Absolutely. We- we only have uh, a few minutes left, Wendy. Would you rather talk about the lectures in the arena of education and day-to-day skills, or would you rather talk about the dinner? <laughs> well, the I, I would encourage people who are listening to go onto our website and take a look at our speakers and our presentations. We do have, you know, IEPs are going to be covered. We really have the whole lifespan covered. Chantel Cecile Kira is going to be doing a presentation about transition to adulthood. Her son, Jeremy, just moved into his own apartment this past weekend. So we are covering the entire lifespan. We're covering biomed. We're covering education. We're, we're pretty much trying to tackle everything at once. But getting back to the dinner, our dinner is every year we have dinner outside. We actually have a beautiful, fancy-schmancy, lovely dinner outside on the beach, right in front of the Gulf of Mexico, in the sand, and uh, it's just lovely. We have these, the great wait staff at, at Trade Winds actually carries trays and trays and trays and trays of food all the way down onto the beach, and they serve everybody dinner, and we have music down there. Um, we have a lovely dinner. We have a bar out on the beach. Everybody has a, a really nice meal, and when we're done, we do a little dancing, and then we hit our karaoke party where um, typically we can't kick people out of there until about 4 o'clock in the morning. We have to finally boot people out the door because it's entirely too much fun, Terry. So I sat on the beach in the moonlit breeze with delicious lobster and steak, and it was quite a special treat. So what's for dessert and entertainment this year? That is going to be up to our attendees. So we we have, yeah, we did this last year where we had um, an online poll. So if you go to our Facebook page um, for the National Autism Conference, we, in a couple of weeks, will start posting some polls 
up there where you can vote on what you, you know, things like what do you want uh, for dinner on the beach? What kind of, what would you like for dessert? Last year, our attendees chose key lime pie. Um, and what kind of music would you like on the beach? Do you want a steel drum player? Do you want um, a DJ? Um, but as far as dessert goes, whatever we have on the beach will be followed up by yet another chocolate fondue fountain uh, inside at the karaoke party. That's sort of our dessert dessert. <laughs> okay, so I'm on the National Autism Association page. I'm on Facebook, and I'm on the National Autism Association page, and I've just written strawberry shortcake. I'm going to press the post button. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> did it work? Where is it? Where did it go? Well, everybody's your just going to have to... Your vote has been recorded. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's going to need to visit the National Autism Association page on Facebook and... Tune into that, and then Wendy, tell us your uh, your website for National Autism Association, Big Red Safety Box, and the National Autism Conference. Okay, so visit us on the web, nationalautism.org. From there, if you want to, you can click right over to nationalautismconference.org for full details on our conference and to register. And just a reminder, if you do plan on attending Please make your hotel reservations from the link on the conference website and do it soon because the hotel will definitely sell out and you don't want to miss out. This place is fantastic. Um, and as far as our big red safety boxes go, we have information um, at our AWARE site, A-W-A-A-R-E.org, but we also have it on our NAA site. Um, big red safety boxes, uh, for those of you who may not yet be familiar with the program. We provide safety materials to help to prevent and respond to wandering and elopement incidents. I um, haven't told anybody this, so I'll tell you guys first. We are preparing to do another round of Big Red Safety Boxes. Hopefully by the end of this month, we'll be taking applications for those again. These are available at no charge to families who have kids at risk of wandering. So I'm very happy we got a really nice donation recently from Ryan Blair of Vaisalis, and um, we are wasting no time spending that money. We're putting together some big red safety boxes for all of y'all right now. Well, Wendy, thank you so much for covering that extremely vital and indispensable area for all of the children, and thank you for being my guest today to tell us about the lovely National Autism Conference. Thank you for having me, and I can't wait to see your smiling face with a pina colada at the Jersey <laughs> Bar in November. I sure will. To our listeners, please register at www.nationalautismconference.org. Thank you to this program sponsor, Hemp Meds, and to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, Wendy. Love you. <laughs> Love you, too. Thanks, Terry. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Autism One, a conversation of hope. To contact Terry or get more information, visit AutismOne.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga.